Brianna Taylor, a black 26-year-old emergency room technician, was killed when three white police officers entered her apartment in the early hours of March 13, 2020. The topic today, the killing of Brianna Taylor. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother... Welcome to the most listened to international podcast around the world. Hakeem and Reggie Brown are two young African-American boys speaking the truth. This is Pop City Culture. Hey, 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 hey. This is Reggie and this is Pop City Culture. (laughs) That's right. We're going to have a good, good conversation today. Because there's some stuff going down that, yo, man, it's just unbelievable. I can't believe this stuff is still happening. How about you, Hakeem? No, I really can't. I mean, you know, you would think after the George Floyd incident, people would become socially aware of what's going on in the world. I know, right? But yet still tragedy in the African-American community is still happening, unfortunately. That's right, man. So... We're going to be talking about the killing of Brianna Taylor. And, you know, you're going to get into that, Hakeem? Yeah. So, first of all, I want to thank everybody for joining us again here on Pop City Culture. Yeah, thank you. Uh, We are going strong, and we're glad we have a lot of listeners who enjoy the talk we talk. So, Brianna Taylor was a 26-year-old black woman, and she was fatally shot by white Louisville Metro Police Department Officer John Mattingly, Brent Hankinson, and Miles Cosgrove on March 13, 2020. Now, the officers entered her apartment in Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky, right? Yeah, yeah, Reggie. That's what I said, Louisville, Kentucky. You see, they were executing a search warrant. Now, this was a no-knock search warrant that they were serving. Now, they knocked... According to them, they knocked before forcing entry. You know, whether and how they announced themselves before forcing entry is being disputed by Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker. Um, you th- see, he thought that the intruders, you know, were burglars. No doubt. And uh, yeah, the intruders, I don't know, there's just some confusion there. Man, that's a shame. Um, you know, whether or not there were warning shots, but according to officials... Um, one of the bullets hit Mattingly in the leg. The officers fired 32 shots in return. 32 shots, man, that is more than a little bit excessive. That's just, that's just yeah. unbelievable. And Walker was hurt, was unhurt, but Taylor was hit by six bullets in the hallway inside her apartment and died. Oh man, you gotta be kidding me. Now this is what I don't get. You were saying it's a no knock. Wait, a no-knock warrant? Yeah. Man, I just don't get it. What does that even mean? Can you tell me? Yeah, um, a, a no-knock warrant means you don't re- you don't have to knock, apparently. You can just barge right into the apartment. So these officers, you know, they just barge right in in the middle of the day? No. Now, that's the thing, Reggie. Um, this was like in the middle of the night. So, you know, now, one, now, now first of all, I, I guess... 
according to them, there was a witness, maybe a neighbor or something, and they said they heard the officers um, say who they were. Yeah, if that's even true. You know, but, you know, you, you can knock on the front door and say who you are, but if you're in bed sleeping... Yeah, and, and the part of the house you know, too, how right? How are you really supposed to, to answer that? Yo, Hakeem, this is what I don't get. You said they came in the middle of the night. You know, in the ghetto... I'm telling you, that's just plain stupid. You know what I mean? I'm going to tell you why. Because when you live in the ghetto, if somebody knocks your door down, I don't care if they say they're the cops or not. In the middle of the night, you you, you be worried about answering that door. You could be getting robbed or, or looted or something, you know? And I, you were saying that the guy had a, a, a gun? Yeah, but, you know, he was... I mean the boyfriend, right? He had a license for the gun, you know, the boyfriend. So he he legally was in his right to have that gun. So I do want to make it clear, you know, the gun wasn't illegal. You know, obviously, if you get a permit for a gun, you're a law-abiding citizen. At least you're supposed to be. Yeah, you're investigated by the FBI because they don't want criminals having guns. So, yeah, you know. Man, I, I just don't get it, man. How stupid is that, though, Hakeem, to be... Knocking to be breaking down somebody's door in the middle of the night in the ghetto, dude. That's it's scary to live in the ghetto in the first place. But if somebody just comes in and knocks your door down, you know, you're gonna be grabbing for a knife or something because you got to defend yourself because you just don't know who's on the other side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Reggie. Um, I know exactly what you're saying. So, the uh, police department. Yeah. Fired Hankinson on June 23rd, 2020. Ain't gonna miss that, dude. For blindingly firing through the covered patio door and window of Taylor's apartment, according to the police chief, Robert Schroeder. On September 15th, the city of Louisville agreed to pay Taylor's family $12 million and reform police practices. Yo, man, is that all somebody's life is worth? $12 million? Man, you take a life. You can't be getting that life back. That's that's stupid. That's sort of sick, man. That's like paying somebody off for, like, doing something bad, dude. That Man, $12 million. That, is that what my life is worth? Hakeem, if something were to happen to me, would my life be worth $12 million? No, Reggie, obviously. You know, you you can't put a price on life. That's That's just obvious. I know, man. But that's what I'm saying, you know, just listening to that. You just read that $12 million and police reform. Shoot, man. They should have had that police reform already, already in practice. Are you telling me since the George Floyd thing went on, now all of a sudden they want to do police reform? Huh? Well, you know, Reggie, you do sort of make a point. I know I make a point. You would think that after the George Floyd incident where the officer put his knee on Mr. Floyd's neck, and that resulted in his death. It was murder, if you ask me. That police departments everywhere, and I mean everywhere, would have been doing some kind of reform or looking at that incident and saying, we don't ever want this to happen in our backyard. You know, that, that's really, man, you really make a good point, Reggie. I know I do. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Y'all, man, well, you should be thinking about it because, you know, that's just Dumb, man. That's just dumb. $12 million and we're going to reform that police department. Like, that's some big thing. Man, that stuff should have been in place. And you know what? You know what? Here's the thing. If it was in place and they still didn't do it, 
then I don't know what to say after that. You got to reform the reform the police department or something. But this is just ridiculous to even throw that in there. Well, you do have a point there, brother. That's like throwing breadcrumbs to a little bird. Here you go. Here you go, little animal. Here's some crumbs. We're going to throw this at you. Yeah. I can't argue there. Can't argue with that, brother. So, so on September 23rd, a state grand jury indicted Hankinson, but not for Taylor's death. Say what? But on three counts of wanton endangerment for endangering a neighbor with his shot. I'm going to have to be honest. That sort of gets me. I just don't understand yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. That sort, of, that sort of gets me too. Because you would think it would be because of Taylor's death. I mean, that's the whole point. Everybody wanted some justice for her death because... Speaking the truth, man. Just speaking it. You know, Reggie, just to, to bust in somebody's house? You know, I, I guess there, there were 12 places that the warrant said they could go and that was one of them well why was there 12 well from what i understand they were looking for another guy i i don't have his name here but it, it was um brianna's brianna taylor's old boyfriend i guess he was using her address um as a place of residence and that's why the police were there so you know according to the police you know, some packages in January came out of that apartment or were sent there. So that's that's why, it, you know, that was listed on the um, no-knock warrant. And unfortunately, everything resulted in this. But let's get something clear. You know, she wasn't dating the older boyfriend. It just was a new boyfriend who was in the house with her where this unfortunate situation happened. So, you know, there were... You know, there were three counts of wanton endangerment and endangering a neighbor with his shots. The two other officers involved in the raid were not indicted. Now, that don't make no sense. I just don't get that. I don't yeah, get that. I don't, yeah, I don't get that either. That doesn't, you know, I would think all three of them. Because how are you going to know? I don't know. You know, I guess there are things that the grand jury hears, but we don't hear. And maybe there's some more evidence or something. I, I don't know. Yo, man, I don't know how there can be more evidence. I mean, it looks like it's just clear, you know, man. Shots were fired and all three of them were there. What is this? Uh, uh, oh, man. You know, I hope this ain't, uh, ain't a, I'm, I'm going to defend my blue brother kind of crap because I'm getting real tired of hearing stuff like that. That's why there's so many bad caps out there because, you know, other caps protect, protect those caps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. And, you know, like we said before, when good cops protect the bad cops, then they're just as bad. I would say even worse. But we don't, you know, it's sort of hard because we weren't there, Reggie. You have to understand this. You and I, we were not there. I know that. You ain't got to tell me. We don't know exactly, step by step, what transpired. So, you know, th this is one of the really big things that that is a problem because, now you're getting information from a whole bunch of different places. Yo, man, but, you know, you, you still got the basic facts, man. She's dead. She got shot. And, you know, the indictment didn't wasn't for Taylor's death. You know, it was for, man, you know, blindingly firing through covered patio doors and windows of Taylor's apartment. You know, that just... Well, what, what I said know, was, you know, and, uh, they were... Let me see. Let, let me get... Hold on a second. Let me get. Let me go back to the papers. A state grand jury indicted Hankinson not for Taylor's death, 
but on three counts of wanton endangerment for endangering a neighbor with his shots. So, yeah, that was that was what I said. So, um, you know, just days after the grand jury issued the no charge against Louisville officers who fatally shot Brianna Taylor, evidence from the case leaked out on social media and digital news sites, raising questions about the investigation and her death. Well, well what, kind of, what kind of stuff are you talking about? Well, there was um, video footage reviewed by the Courier-Journal appearing um, to be from one of the body cams worn by the Louisville Metro Police Officer Taylor's apartment um, in March. It shows potential violations of policies that were designed to maintain the integrity of the investigation. Oh, man. You know, this is why everybody, every uh, law enforcement agency should have body cams. And, you know, I keep saying, if those body cams ain't on, then then it, it should be automatic guilty. Because the taxpayers are paying for them body cams, and I know they, they got to they gotta be costing a lot of money. And those things should be on, not only to protect you know, the citizen. Yeah, I agree with that. But hey, you know, to protect the word of the police officer, too, just in case, you know, they try embellishing something. Well, you know, Reggie, hopefully, and I, I, I truly believe most police officers probably don't embellish. But, you know, I can see what you're saying. This protects both sides because you want to have the facts, all the facts. And, you know, this is clearly, um, according to them, According to this place, the, the, the video footage shows there were some potential violations. So, Hankinson's was one of three officers who fired their guns at Taylor's apartment that night. And he subsequently fired and charged with wanton endangerment with some of his bullets that went through into an occupied apartment next to Taylor's. Now, mm-hmm. you know, you know, we already established that. So, you know, I, I just want to tell you again, you know, that, that was, that's wanting endangerment. So, you know, the body cam shows something like that. that that's a violation. Yeah, man, I know. it. And now they got that on video, right? That, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much, pretty much what I'm saying. So, um, you know, the, the uh, attorney general um, in Kentucky, Daniel Cameron, um, he declined to release the evidence in his investigation. He outlined his office findings um, after the grand jury announced its indictment, but didn't make public any supporting evidence. But, you know, should they be releasing some of that evidence, or, or what's going on with that? Well, here's the thing. You know, when you're doing an investigation and when you're probably going to be going to trial, I, I, I think, to me, common sense would say you don't want all the evidence out there because, I mean, come on, look at the news today. You know, you don't want a whole bunch of different versions of the news out there. And, you know, people really don't get their, get their facts together. You know, pe- you know, anyways, people were very upset. Yo, man, they ought to be upset something like that happens. I'm surprised riots didn't break out. Well, that's the thing. Riots did break out. Um, hundreds of people took to the streets in Louisville um, on that Saturday. And they ran to churches and other indoor spaces as curfew fell across the city. Um, now, this was, you know, this was like, like on that first night. So you saying they had a curfew? Well, yeah, of course. They were planning for the worst because after the George Floyd incident and since then, I mean, you know, there's just been riots everywhere. Uh, things burning, 
houses getting broken into, businesses getting broken into, and people stealing stuff out of the out of the businesses. People had to board it up. I mean, you know, this is this is um, this is an epidemic, and it, it's pretty bad because a lot of these people, their livelihoods. These these are people who live in that city. Yeah, that's their true. Their livelihoods are at stake. You know, where they depend on their business to put food on the table for their kids and everybody else. Yeah, I don't know what this so, world is coming to. It's sort of ridiculous. So, you know, the other thing is this. What's the other thing? I really got to hear this. Go on. There were U-Haul trucks. And this was caught on video. U-Haul trucks that were prepared beforehand that had signs and posters already already painted up. For the protesters. Now, Mm-mm. you know, there's some rumors, and I hate rumors. I hate rumors, too, man. That's like sick people you know, gossip. Because you, you never really know what's true. You can say but that again. Some say this was a group um, which was Antifa. And Antifa, I guess, according to the media and the word around, is they're like an anarchist group. Yeah, they they make trouble. Some people say it's an ideology now, group. Now these are different from the peaceful protesters. The peaceful protesters are, are out there protesting, like Martin Luther King did. You know, for our civil rights way back in the day. You know, before Reggie and I were born, we're reaping the benefits of that, of of what he and all our older generations did um, for peaceful protesting. But now the protesting seems to be like it's it's out of. Out of control. Yo, man, you're right. It's out of control. Man, protesting day is like savage, man. People be looting and hooting and burning cars, you know? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm going to say after we we did our um, podcast on a lot of the riots, I'm, I'm beginning to see something a little differently. What are you seeing? I, I don't think I like people burning up stuff and ruining people's businesses. That just ain't right, man. That's just... Man, that ain't even gangster. That's beyond gangster, man. That's savage stuff. Yeah, you're right. So, now here's what's going on. Um, since Brianna's death, you know, there have been dozens of cities and towns across the United States um, that have been protesting. Uh, the rallies took place in Portland, Nashville, Chicago, New York City, Washington, D.C., Raleigh, Kansas City, Boston, and Baltimore. And, and, and there's other places, you know. Like what? Now, what are some of these other places? Well, there were smaller demonstrations. They also cropped up in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts, uh, Greenfield, South Carolina. Yeah. Poughkeepsie, New York, mm-hmm. Erin, Ohio, Daytona Beach, Florida, Bristol, Pennsylvania. Several dozen peoples held a candlelight vigil on the banks of the Delaware River. I'm going to tell you, man. I, I have seen some candlelight vigils, man, you know, in the city, but I, I'm going to have to say, I just got this image in my head, and that just must have been a beautiful, beautiful thing, you know, to see all those candlelight vigils on the banks of the Delaware River, man. That's like angelic, man. That That's, man, you know, it's unfortunate something like this had to happen, Hakeem, but, you know, it's very respectful, that people did it. It sounds like they did it in a peaceful way. Yes, they did. And, and that's really good. Now, you know, Louisville saw one of the largest crowds in months. In months. More than thousands of protesters marched from nearly an hour, you know, chanting, you know, 
this is what democracy looks like. And the, the, the pe people were very upset. You know, it, there's also signs, no peace, no justice, Black Lives Matter. But, I mean, it, it just goes on. And, and, you know, there were posters against the police department. I'm not going to say what those were. I'm going to have to admit, I saw some of them posters, and they were pretty inflammatory. You know, that's, that sort of ain't right, you know, but, you know. Because the bottom line is, you know, in the end, we need the police department. We can't go around defunding the police department because who's, you know, if everybody's, if the police are are all at the... Uh, Protest rally and marches, man, just say it. All at the places where people are protesting. No one's protecting the ghetto. True that. And I don't know about you, Reggie, but, you know, if somebody breaks in my house... I'm going to need somebody to protect me. Yeah, I, I know what you mean, but, you know, something, something's got to be done. You know, you and I both clash on this all the time, you know, because, you know, like I said, you know, Louisville, Kentucky, they, they want to reform the police, but like I said, that should have been done before. You know, that should have been done way be months ago. I mean, you know, George Floyd happened way back months ago and now they just oh man, it, it, it's it's sickening brother it's just sickening yeah you're right so so you know when when it came to the protesting you know some of the groups returned to jefferson park square in the heart of the ongoing protest but you know but they dispersed by the early morning and they're running the safe houses you know when the sirens were blaring and the police were showing up with the city, the state police, and the National Guards because they were driving by the area. But at least four people on the sidewalk were arrested, according to reporters at the scene. But it wasn't immediately clear what they were charged with. Why not? Because we, you know, people couldn't just go right up there and, and see what was going on. Um, several people during that protest returned to the first Unitarian Church, which protesters have used over the past two nights as a sanctuary from police after the curfew. So, you know, like I'm saying, you know, th this here went on and it's still going on. Um, the group stayed on the church grounds for more than two hours, eating food, drinking water, and debating the next steps before some began to leave. Yeah, because I guess they can't be staying there forever. You know, you know I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, Hakeem, you know, are these kids who, who don't have to work in the morning or are these adults or, or what's going on? Well, Reggie, from what I understand, it's, you know, it's a diverse group. So you have young adults, you have older adults. Um, so it, it, it ranges, you know, but you really can't tell because everybody's wearing a mask nowadays because of the COVID. Well, I guess in that case, so, it might be lucky for them. Just before midnight, Louisville police said that on Twitter, marchers were starting to break windows set fires, including cars, and destroy property. Mm-mm-mm. Good luck. And uh, the department said more arrests were made. Are you... Man, so now this happened the first night, right? Yeah, that, that was the first night. So, you know, we're, we're talking about what happened within a week span. But, yeah, we're, we're going back to the first night. And uh, so, yeah, the first night was terrible, you know? Terrible. And people were very upset because they didn't like how... The police officers weren't being charged with the death of Brianna Taylor, which really is th th doesn't make sense, you know. Um, Yo, what 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 about schools? I mean, do, were the schools off limits for the vandals and the protesters? No, you see, several windows at the Spalding University and a nearby high school were broken, and a city map sign was shattered, according to the Louisville 
police live stream. Man, you gotta be kidding me. No, I'm not kidding you. Oh, man, disgusting. A burned vehicle was sitting in the parking lot. Fireworks had ignited in a car, which engulfed in flames before the fire department arrived and extinguished the fire, according to the live stream. Now, you know, there were other other protesters, too. Now, I, I've named some places, but hundreds of people in Raleigh, North Carolina, gathered downtown Saturday and headed towards the police. Man, that's a lot of protesting. Uh, precincts as officers in riot gears stood outside the courthouse. Now, this was according to the local news reports and social media posts. And at one point, someone in a group of protesters threw fireworks towards the group of officers. Say what? Are you done? Yeah, go on. And it exploded in the air between the two groups. And this was seen on a video. So, I mean, this is really dangerous. You know, people, you know, a lot of these protesters. And it sure is a lot of them. You know, a lot of these protests are are getting very, very violent. Apparently. So, um, you know, Reggie, what what do you think about all this? Yeah, man, I think it's bad, man. You know, I, I, I would really like to see, you know, a, a lot of this stuff fixed. I mean... Yeah, I understand that the president is supposed to run the country. Yeah. And that the states should be under the mayor's control and the governor's and the city select men. Somebody's been doing their homework. But did the president say anything in this stuff? Well, to be honest with you, I'm not really sure what, what the president says, but I do know what he said in the past. He said that if the states need the National Guards, all they have to do is ask. And this state did ask for the National Guards. So the National Guards were there, and, and they were helping to protect. Well, that's good. So this is this is very good. Well, what did the family say? Did the family say anything? Taylor's mother, Tamika Palmer, on Friday attended a press conference at the downtown Louisville Park that had become a focus for protest and a makeshift memorial to Taylor, who was shot dead in her apartment after the police barged in and fired a hail of bullets during the bus investigation. So, Palmer's sister and Taylor's aunt read a statement written by Palmer. This is what it said. Know this. I am an angry black woman, Palmer's statement read. Angry because our black women keep dying at the hands of police officers. You robbed the world of a queen. Demonstrators in Louisville gathered on Friday for the third night of protest. A march stretched for about a block long, a downtown street, and it began hours before the 9 p.m. curfew was to start. Palmer and her family members walked at the head. It, it's very terrible what happened. You know, I mean... Sure is terrible. It's very disgusting and disturbing. Brianna Taylor was 26. She was an emergency room tech. Had a bright future. She also worked, I believe, in two hospitals. Sure did. And she wanted to be a registered nurse. So that's a life that's taken that will never, ever, ever get back again. And it's too bad. Damn shame. Because she she really had a whole life ahead of her. A whole life that was taken from her because of this unnecessary thing. Yo, what I still don't get, Hakeem, it, it just burns me up. What is it? The fact that, you know, you can get a no-knock warrant, search warrant, and just knock somebody's door down in the middle of the night. This is the ghetto. You know, it's stupid to even think you're going to go into a house in the ghetto at night and people are going to be very peaceful. Listen, if somebody 
busted down your door in the daytime, you'd be very upset too. That's just, this This was so unnecessary, man. Man, this is just so unnecessary. They definitely need some kind of reform, you know? I mean, ridiculous. Anyways, Hakeem, you know, I think, I think this might be a good time, you know, for your words of wisdom. You're right. Okay, we can do that. So now my words of wisdom. 2020 has been a terrible year. So many deaths has happened that have involved African Americans and the police. So many riots stemming from the social unrest have occurred in many states. So much distrust and hate is seen on both sides of the citizens and the law enforcement agencies. But is this something new? No. This has been around for decades and not much has changed. What are we people, we African Americans, supposed to do? We African Americans feel like the victims of a rigged system, a system that does not work for us but against us. We have tried everything that we have thought would work and it has failed. It seems that nothing has helped or come from it. I guess if we knew how to fix the problem with the police and the black community, it would have been fixed many, many, many years ago. If a child is upset at their parents and a child wants to take actions, they don't burn down their house. That only hurts a child in the long run. We, as African Americans, need to figure out what we can do to fix this in a more positive way. George Floyd is not the first to die involving the police. Breonna Taylor, I am sure, will not be the last. That is what the black community is feeling right now at this moment. That is what everyone is feeling. We want answers. We need answers. And we don't see anything at all. And we're screaming for help. It is a feeling that sickens us every single day. I guess all we can do is pray that something changes. Pray that God hears our plea for justice. And I pray that we as African Americans can find a way to make life better. It seems that we're alone. But I know that the world hears us. I know the world hears our cries. And soon, I pray and hope that there will be not another life taken. Remember that all black lives matter. But remember this most of all. All life is precious, and all life is sacred. Thank you, Hakeem. That was good. So now I guess we're going to come to our closing. Reggie, how about you do the closing today? Yeah, man, that'd be cool. All right. Okay, go on and do it. I want to thank you, the listeners, for joining us here on Pop City Culture, for spending time with us. We'll see you next time on Pop City Culture. Until next time... Be kind and affectionate to one another. Remember who you are. Peace. Peace out, everybody. See you next time here on Pop City Culture. Yo, man, that ain't right. You said I could get the last word. I be doing it. Aw, man, you screwed me again, man. I can't believe it. I fell for it again. Uh, Anyways, bye, everybody.